So the big news from the NBA recently is that the NBA and the Players Association are expected to agree to change the league's age eligibility for the NBA draft from 19 to 18. It's a pretty big move and it's expected that this could kick in as early as the 2024 NBA draft. I wanted to do a quick video on this topic to break down my thoughts on what this means for basketball now that the prep to pro pipeline is probably coming back into play. That was an alliteration. I'll go through each group of people that I think this affects and who the real winners and losers are. Let's start with the NBA. I think this is the best possible move for the NBA, and I think it comes kind of at the perfect time. The biggest knock I always hear against high schoolers going pro is, oh, they're too young, they're not developed, they're not ready. All this can be true and certainly has been true in many cases, but here's why that excuse no longer really means anything. In 2005, the last year the NBA had the prep to pro pipeline, the G League only had 18. Now the G League all in all has 30 teams and all but two NBA teams have two-way systems where they can internally develop players through their G League affiliate. This is what Adam Silver has been wanting for a long time, I think, and having a functional G League makes it so you have to do less business with college basketball, which I think is better for the NBA. Remember, not allowing kids to go from high school to pros has always been an NBA rule. That was never an NCAA rule. But now, with a functioning G League and a functioning development system, the hope is that if a high school player comes out and he's maybe not ready for the NBA, there's still a better path for him to be in in an NBA environment and still make money. All right, now let's talk about the effect that this has on college basketball. The immediate reaction seems to be that college basketball is the loser in all of this, and I actually couldn't disagree more. In my opinion, college basketball is relatively unaffected by this. If anything, it actually makes the sport a little bit more enjoyable. Think of it this way. In the past seven years, there have been a grand total of seven one-and-done players who have reached the Final Four. In 2019, when Virginia won it, there wasn't a single one-and-done player in the Final Four. To win college basketball these days, you have to get old and stay old. Realistically, these days, only three or four college basketball programs are structuring their rosters on a season-to-season basis based around one-and-dones. So in my opinion, not having one-and-done guys really doesn't make a very big difference. Besides, in my lifetime, and you guys let me know where you think I messed up on this one, there have only been a handful of players who I think could have gone from prep to pro seamlessly. I'll say Kevin Durant, Greg Oden, Derrick Rose, John Wall, Anthony Davis, DeAndre Ayton, Zion Williamson, Cade Cunningham maybe, and that's it. Also, I know I mentioned Greg Oden, which kind of seems weird, but at the time when he was in high school, you would have thought he was ready for the pros too. So yeah, as far as college basketball goes, I do feel it's relatively unaffected. If not, it puts the sport in a better position going forward. Lastly, the group that I want to talk about is obviously the players. However, let's be real about how many players that this is actually affecting. There are more than 350 Division I basketball schools in the country. Each roster holds about 11 scholarship players. That equals about 4,000 players in total. Call it 1,000 roughly freshmen. Of those 1,000 freshmen, maybe 10 of them, at best in a good year, are good enough to go straight from high school to the pros. So when I talk about this message to the players, understand it's maybe to seven people. So my message to these players that this will affect is go to college. This is just my opinion. And of course, everyone's situation is different. Some people need money more urgently. Some people just want to go to the pros. They don't want to deal with college. Everyone's situation is different. This is just my advice as a guy who never made it to the NBA on what you should do out of high school. Call me an old head, but I just feel like you're going to learn a lot more about the game if you go to college, even if it's for one year. If you're one of these guys who's good enough to go from prep to pro, 
chances are you could go to a top level school. If you go to a top level school, that means you can learn under someone like Tony Bennett, Hubert Davis, John Calipari, you know, Hall of Fame coaches that you probably won't find in the G League. Again, this isn't a knock on the G League. I think it's a much better system than it used to be 10 years ago. And I think it's a very viable option for a lot of players. But in my opinion, there are few better options than going to college and learning under one of these coaches. Candidly, I think everyone wins from this potential ruling that they're going to have in the NBA about lowering the draft age. I don't really think there's any right or wrong opinions about this necessarily, but after all, you guys are the experts. So if you think I got something wrong, please let me know. But if you do think I got something right, you know where that subscribe button is. It would mean a lot to me. Until then, be good, friends.